Welcome to a new creation podcast. I'm Phyllis, and thank you for joining me today. Every episode of a new creation is commissioned by the Holy Spirit. It is new, and it is from God. We're living in times when we witness senseless killings of our children during Independence Day weekend. We see video footage spanning the sky over one of our major cities at night where people are shooting illegal fireworks and those displays are lighting up the sky. The cases of COVID-19 are spiking in key metropolitan areas all over our nation and including the state that I live in. I'm watching all of this and it's as if it's surreal. I asked the Holy Spirit, what's going on? Why am I seeing this? It's important for us to see as God sees, especially those things that weigh heavily in our heart. Those issues that we have a burden for and that we intercede for on a regular basis. We actually go before the throne of God for these things because oftentimes these are things that God has placed on our heart. He's given us a burden for certain things. So as these things come up, it's important for us as we're watching things, we're watching what's happening in the world today, that we ask God and he will give us our answer. It was later that night when I was getting ready to go to bed when the Holy Spirit answered me. He says to me, the heart of a nation. In other words, I was seeing the heart of our nation. Today's episode of New Creation Podcast is the heart of a nation. When I heard those words, something within me, it was my spirit man, leaned in. It leaned in to hear and understand fully what the Spirit of God was saying to me. The heart of a nation. Let's take a moment and take that apart for a minute. Let's start with heart. The heart is the center of our being. It's what resides on the inside of us. It shapes who we are, how we respond to circumstances, as well as how we live. And often on a new creation podcast, the Holy Spirit will have me to take a look at the heart. He's concerned about the condition of our heart. As we take a look at the heart of a nation, that's going to be the center and the key of what we're examining here. Now let's take a look at nation, the word nation itself. First of all, it's a noun. And the breakdown for it is ethnos, E-T-H-N-O-S, ethnos. And it is a multitude, in this case, we're talking about men or people that are associated and they're living together. It's a company. It's a troop of people. It's a multitude of individuals on the same nature, excuse me, of the same nature. The human family in this case. So it's a tribe or it's a people group. That's what a nation is. And it's ethnos. So we're putting the two together. We're looking at the heart of a nation. That's what we're talking about today. So as we examine it, 
We're looking at the inner being, what resides on the inside of a multitude of people. In this case, our nation. And it's also the character as reflected in its people. So we start off by the heart, the inner being, what's on the inside of people. And it's often reflected by the character of those individuals or that nation. The character of a person or a nation, it can only be revealed by God who sees each individual who makes up this multitude. And that's very interesting. God sees each individual. It's a multitude of people, which means it's a vast number of people. But God knows each individual by name. He knows that person's temperament and everything about them because he created them. We serve an awesome, omniscient, almighty God. He also expresses this truth when he was speaking to Samuel. When Samuel went to anoint the second king, in this case, King David, this is what God said to him as Samuel was, was looking at, he was examining each and every one of David's father's sons. David's father's name was Jesse. So his father had sent each and every one of his sons for Samuel to take a look at so he'd know which one to anoint. And at this time, and it was in 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 7, at this time, God made this statement. And I'm going to read 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 7, and it's going to be the NASB version of the Bible. Okay? I'm going to read the C clause, and it reads, for God sees not at, not as man sees, but man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. God made it very clear to Samuel at that time that he's not looking at the outward appearance of these young men as they walk past him, but God is looking at the heart. And he wasn't looking at their heart at, for the first time when they walked past him. He knew the heart of each person. And he knew which one he had chosen to be king. And that's the case for us. God looks at a nation. We're here in the United States of America. He looks at us collectively, even though we're a multitude of people. And he knows the heart of everyone in this nation. And because of the heart of everyone in this nation, he can look at the character of that one nation, which is amazing. Only God could do that because he has all wisdom. How does God measure a nation? He examines the heart of that nation. What is he seeing in our nation? What does he see in our heart? An indication of our nation's heart is in what we're producing in the culture. For example, we have reality TV. What does that entail? When one watches reality TV, because these are the sort of things that I'm going to list that the Holy Spirit brought to my mind that our nation is, is producing, which reflects the character of our nation. So we have reality TV. Usually it's pretty explicit. And generally, reality TV is not very family friendly either. But nevertheless, we're producing that as a nation. Next, we have movies. The movies that, that our nation produces. What do, what do those movies reflect? 
They generally have a particular language that's used. They generally will have a particular way of life or lifestyle that you'll see in those, those movies. Then we have music. Music is a reflection of a nation. What type of music is being produced? And in this case, we have various lyrics that are found in the music. And depending upon the genre of music, that would generally reflect the lyrics if there, there are lyrics in the music because some some cases it's just instrumental and there may not be any lyrics. But we focus on the lyrics because the lyrics usually will give a message as well as the, the sound itself. And then in this nation also, we're talking about the heart of a nation and what a nation produces. This nation pr produces a very thriving entertainment industry. Entertainment is very important to this nation. And many of our resources are spent in entertainment, whether we're entertaining ourselves or whether we're being entertained. So again, this nation produces entertainment and entertainment is very important to this nation. Talking about the heart of a nation. And then we have sports. Sports is a very thriving industry in this nation. And many people spend many time attending sport sports events. They themselves take part in sports. So when we're looking at a nation or when God is examining a nation, those are the sort of things that he's looking at. Second Timothy chapter three, verses one and two. I'm going to read this because this is the scripture that the Holy Spirit gave me that he wanted me to share as it relates to the heart of this nation and nations of the world. We're talking about our nation in particular. Second Timothy chapter three, verses one and two, and it reads, but know this, that in the last days, perilous times will come for men will be lovers of themselves, money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful and unholy. We as a church have an opportunity to impact the culture with the heart of Christ because we are his church. And because we are his church, we should reflect when we see people who are involved in these industries that I mentioned before or giving themselves over to these sort of things. We should reflect the heart of, of Christ being his church as it relates to people. And John chapter one, verse nine does a great, is a great example of that. It reads, and it's describing Christ and his heart. That was the true light, which gives light to every man coming into the world. That was a description of Jesus. When we're talking about light here, Jesus was the true light. He is, as we know, the light of the world. But he gives light to every man coming into the world. And the Holy Spirit explained it to me this way. Jesus meant the light of the world. He illuminates, he brings, he brings to light some things that may have been hidden in people's mind through their knowing him, through their entering into a relationship with him. He will illuminate, he will make things very, very clear to them. He will give them wisdom and give them an understanding of things that they otherwise would not have. So the true light, which is the light of Christ, 
will give illumination to others who may be walking in darkness, who may be themselves caught in the entertainment industry, who may themselves be people who are making movies that are profane or have certain language in it, and they may not know any better. We as the body of Christ are to be the examples for them. We're the ones who are to point them to Christ through our lives and share with them what Christ has done for us. And by us doing this, by us walking with them, by their noticing something different about us, we can change the heart of a nation one person at a time. And that is what the Lord is calling for us to do by our lives. Change the heart of a nation one person at a time. We have an opportunity, as I said earlier, as his church to impact the culture. Yes, we see these things, the things that the Holy Spirit, I I mentioned earlier, and that the Holy Spirit shared with me with this topic, being the heart of a nation, the things that I saw. But when we see things that are troubling to us, things that are a burden to us, things that we pray about often, God does that because he hears our prayers. The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are open to our prayers. His face are against those who do evil. So don't stop praying. Continue to pray. Jesus said, man, I to always pray, Luke 18, and not faint. And so God expects us to pray. He doesn't expect us to complain. He doesn't expect us to, to criticize. He doesn't expect us to, to speak curses over people. No, he wants us to point them to him through our lives and let them know that just because they may be living a particular way today doesn't mean that that's their destiny. God is always auctioning people through his spirit to come to him. And he wants us to give hope, Christ in us, the hope of glory. That's very important to God. We must reflect his heart as his church. An example in the scripture where Jesus made a, made a statement about the multitudes. Remember, we're talking about a nation. A nation of people is comprised of individual and multitudes of people. Jesus said in Matthew 9, verses 36 to 38, he wrote, he said, But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion for them, because they were distressed and scattered as sheep not having a shepherd. Let me stop right there before I tell you what he said. The description was, when he looked at the multitudes, when he saw them, he was moved with compassion for them. When we look at our nation and the condition that it's in, and people who are partaking in things that they may not even know why they're partaking in it, They may not even know why they're wrapped up in a particular lifestyle or particular way of of thinking even. But they know deep inside of them that it's not what they want or there's something that's missing. I find that to be the case. So when we look on people, people who are lost, people who may not know the Lord, people who are searching, people who may be living lives that they don't want to live, We're not to look at them in judgment. We're to look at people with compassion because people looked at us when we ourselves were lost with compassion. And so this really touched me, the scripture, when it says he saw the multitudes and he was moved with compassion for them. He said, because they were distressed and scattered as sheep not having a shepherd. People are lost. 
people are out there right now, people that we may know who are searching, who are scattered, even in their mind. I met this young man once when I was in church. He was dressed as a young woman. He was dressed as a woman, though he was sitting in church. And when he sat next to me and the young lady next to me introduced me to him, I looked to him and I said, why are you dressed like that? And he said to me, I messed up in my mind. I'll never forget that. I pray for that young man daily because he was dressed as a woman and he clearly was a young man. And he said to me, I believe it was the spirit that was in him that said to me, I messed up in my mind. So we never know what people are facing when we meet them or when we see them. And so Jesus wants us to have compassion. I'm talking about the heart of a nation. I'll go on and read the the rest of the scripture. This is what Jesus said. He said to his disciples, the harvest indeed is plenteous, but the laborers are few. Pray therefore to the Lord of the harvest that he send forth laborers into his harvest. A very, very powerful scripture. Jesus is expressing to us in this, in this scripture that there's a harvest out there, a harvest of souls that are out there, that are plenteous, many souls out there that are seeking, that are searching. But the laborers, those of us who should be laboring for those souls, are few. And he said for us to pray to the, the Lord of the harvest to bring forth laborers into his harvest because God does what he's going to do through us. And it's very important for us to know, talking about the heart of a nation, as we see the state that our nation is in, as we see different things that are occurring, as we see the the marching that's taking, the protesting, and as we see the looting that's going on, all those things that are going on, as we see statues being pulled down, as we see people feeling as if they don't have to adhere to the rules of wearing masks, or as we see just different things that are going on, we're to pray for the nation, pray for the people, ask God to send forth laborers into his harvest, and us being the main ones going as the laborers, going before the Lord, laboring before the Lord for people, because it is important that we pray and that we can turn this nation around. Just because the nation is in one state one day, does not mean that that's the end. Think about Jonah. God had Jonah to go to Nineveh, a great city, God said. And he prayed to them. He basically declared, he declared that God was going to destroy them. And they repented. Nineveh repented. And if Nineveh repented, the United States can repent and other nations can repent. I pray that God gives us a heart of repentance a great awakening in this nation of who the Lord Jesus is. It's never too late. God is listening for his church. He wants us to stand in the hedge for those who don't know him. The church is the representative of the Lord Jesus in the earth realm. The heart of the nation is determined by that nation's relationship with God, the Father, through our Lord Jesus. I have a question before you, before I leave. I'm going to leave you with this and then I'm going to pray for those who may not know the Lord. If the United States of America was rushed to the hospital and God, who's the great physician, was examining it, what would the diagnosis be? Would the nation be put on life support? Would we be given just hours to live? 
or would we get a good bill of health? What exactly would God say? How would he diagnose us? What is our divine outcome? I'm just leaving that with you today, talking about the heart of a nation. Heavenly Father, I pray for those right now who are listening to this podcast who don't know you. I pray that they now will confess with their mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in their heart that God, you raised Jesus from the dead. Let them know it doesn't matter what lifestyle they're living now, what they've done in the past, or even what they're doing in the future. If they open up their heart now to the Lord Jesus and believe that you raised him from the dead, they will indeed be saved. I pray as they hear my voice, God, that the Holy Spirit will give them an option and they will give their life to Christ. It will be the new beginning for them. It is in the name of Jesus I pray. Amen and amen. Thank you for joining me today for today's podcast. And remember, a new creation podcast exists to teach you how to apply the word of God to your everyday life. We had the heart of a nation today. God bless each and every one of you. And prayerfully, we will meet again next week on next Thursday. Thank you.